Hey there, good morning, kill you with truth, Friday style, congratulations. Making it through the week is a wonderful feeling. And if you haven't made it through the week, rest in peace. Johnny Love joins me, as always. And Johnny, good morning to you. Good morning, D-Mag, how are you? I am super wicked awesome, super pumped for today's Kill You With Truth, where we'll get into Carissa Thompson and her outrageous statements about making things up. Also, previewing the Nuggets. They've got an IST game. What is that? Ah, stick around. Find out. But first, we start with the Broncos and the question of the day. But before we get that, remember, if your company needs help going forward in the digital world, Rob at RobAtDesk.com is our guy. Helped us when we needed help with all the digital stuff. From ads, social media, content writing to podcasts, go to Rob at Desk.com. Click on contact to connect with our pal, Rob. Johnny, what is the question of the day? The question of the day is pretty simple today. Do the Broncos have a chance to beat the, the Minnesota Vikings? Not only do they have a chance, but they're going to do it. Why? I said, why? Why? Well, why? I really don't know. I, I, I'm I not actually sure why. Listen, How? on paper, well, uh, who? I, uh, I just think... Um, the home field will help them. And hey, talk about a home field. Did you catch that Greg Penner threw out $250,000 for a brand new field from Green Valley Turf Farm in Platteville? Okay. Johnny, I'll give you a nickel if you tell me where Platteville is. Uh, it's probably somewhere in Colorado. There you go. Not Arizona. I owe you a nickel. In Arizona, that's where they got the turf last year. That's why it was $400,000. And when you think about that, how the hell do you get all that turf from Arizona to Colorado? I don't know. They figured it out last year. They could go down the Platte to Platteville. Should I hit the rim shot? <laughs> I mean, I can do it, Johnny. Say, uh, say it again, Johnny. Say it again. They could go down the Platte, down the Platteville. <laughs> I assume you heard that. I'm pretty sure all of your neighbors heard that. Yeah, I think I woke up my wife and my cats. So money is no object. Welcome to Wrexham. You got a problem. We'll throw money at it. That's why it's great to have wicked rich owners. I'm glad we have wicked rich owners. I was watching a YouTube tutorial and they said, your video is more engaging if you show your hands. So this is what I'm doing. Do you feel engaged? Are we sure engaging in this way is is good? I think it's a little creepy, frankly. Mio Dios. You kind of look like you have prison farm trout hands. I'll catch the football, Jerry Judy. So the Broncos spend a lot of money. I'll try to do a little bit with hands. The Broncos spend a lot of money on turf, and that's good. Usually teams just replace the turf between the uh, hash marks there in the middle of the field where it looks like Cows cutting on grass, chutting, cutting, eating, cut. Cutting? I think it's it's cutting. Do cows cutting cud? Mm. They replace the entire field. So good for Greg Penner. Good for the Broncos. They got a brand new field. So it's a new field. It's at home. They've won three in a row. And the starting guard, one of the starting guards for the Vikings, is Broncos cast off Dalton Reisner. Didn't need him. Four years he was a starter. 
He's from Wiggins, Colorado. Get him out of here, Johnny. Is that near Platteville? You know, I heard the Wiggins six-man football game against Platteville is not to be missed. I heard that. I heard that when the cows were cutting the grass. Okay, Dalton Reisner's back. The Vikings are relying on Josh Dobbs to be their quarterback. He's done okay. I think it catches up with them. Here we go, Sunday night football. I got the Broncos winning. That is not great game uh, analysis. But on the surface, the two teams are actually pretty equal. Uh, The one thing the Broncos have going for them more than the Vikings, they're just better and giveaway takeaway. They're plus three. Vikings are minus three. Vikings having young quarterback, national TV. I just think it's going to catch up to them. That's all. I don't know if it's any deeper than that. But I think the Broncos have found a very safe, efficient way to play football. I think Russell Wilson's going to be careful with the ball. I don't think Marvin Mims is probably going to see many passes. He's going to get a lot of wind sprints, not a lot of passes. And the Broncos win this one like they're going to win a lot of games if they win them. Scoring roughly 23, 24 points. So I'll put Broncos 24, Vikings 20. Broncos win their fourth game in a row. And they'll face the Cleveland Browns after that, who also will be playing a rookie quarterback DTR. But that's next week. So look for a nice big Broncos win. And boy, oh boy, is Broncos country going to be on fire with that victory. Last night, I'm watching football there, Johnny. And uh, I'm watching Joe Burrow with his wrist injury, and that's not good. And the Bengals season seems to be over there in last place and and clearly the toughest division in football. And uh, then we realized, Johnny, that um, Bengals may not have been truthful about Joe Burrow on the injury report leading up to the game. Mm. Apparently he had some sort of wrap on his wrist and then his wrist bothered him in the game and they might have been lying. What? They might have been lying. You don't say. Can you believe it? Lying in sports. And that brings me to Carissa Thompson, who goes on a barstool interview. What poorly thing could happen doing that? And she just admits, Johnny, that she's just making shit up. I don't know. Couldn't get a hold of the coach. One coach told, told her she... He liked her perfume, and I can't report on that. So she would just make shit up. Johnny, are you outraged that Carissa Thompson would make would admit that she just made stuff up as a sideline reporter? I am so meh. I don't know if I care. Well said, Johnny. With passion, too. Reporters are outraged. Sideline reporters of America are absolutely outright raged by this report. And I got to admit, in terms of journalism, it's not good. You shouldn't just lie. But the whole sort of industry of sideline reporting is, frankly, a little bit hard to take seriously. Especially those reports like, you know, I talked to the coach uh, coming out of the tunnel to start the second half. He said, we need to stop the run and we need to be more accountable and we've got to throw better. and. I mean, has have any of us ever heard any of those sideline reports? And, oh, well, they got to stop the run. What Carissa Thompson was basically saying wasn't that she was just a little unethical. She was saying the job is stupid. 
So are sideline reporters of America outraged because, well, she's a liar and not a good journalist or because their job is dumb? I think there's some really good side. This is mostly with football stuff. And and mostly this is just the sideline reporting about talking to the coach as they go off the field or come onto the field. There's other sideline reporters that you get great insight. I, I know plenty. Uh, I am good pals with Susie Wargen, and I know Susie takes a ton of pride in what she does. I, I think the moment of foolishness is that going on and off the field stuff. The other sideline reporting can be invaluable. It can give you great insight in the game, what's going on, who's hurt, conversations that you had. So I think a lot of it could be pretty awesome. But the whole moment of the coach going on going off, I, I know it's outrageous to agree with Carissa Thompson because you just shouldn't do it. Again, it's poor journalism. But what she's just admitting is what we've all known. That moment of sideline journalism and interviewing is stupid and dumb. And it's just been dumb for years and years and years. So on one hand, yes, you shouldn't do it because it's bad journalism. And you certainly shouldn't admit it, which was outrageous that she did. I don't know how safe she feels in her life as a professional that she thinks she can do that. And it is an insult for sure. But it's also stupid at the same time, that moment of sideline journalism. So I don't know. She is getting excoriated by the media for lying when she was just admitting the truth. Meanwhile, like I said, everybody's outraged about Carissa Thompson. No big deal, I guess, that the Bengals were fibbing about Joe Burrow's injury. That'd have been interesting information to have, right? You know, gambling-wise, before the game. But no, let's be outraged that Carissa Thompson would say she admitted she made stuff up every once in a while. You can be outraged at it, and it's not like it happened at the same time. But still, really? We're shocked about lying, Johnny, in sports? Shocked. I'm really shocked. Meanwhile, the Avs play in Dallas uh, tomorrow. I'm not lying to you about that. The Nuggets have an IST game in New Orleans tonight. Johnny, do you have any guess whatsoever what IST stands for? The in-season tournament. The in-season tournament! God, what's the it. what's the court color going to be in New Orleans? It's it's going to be um well, I mean it should be very New Orleansy, like right? Yeah, like uh, Lafleur blue, Cor d'Alene. Lafleur blue. I might not be getting those expressions exactly right. Le bon temps brûlé, let the good times roll. Boy, I might have got that actually, but that is tonight. It's an in-season tournament game, so it just means. A little bit more. Your Nuggets are 2-0, first play, place in West Group B. Also, a tip of the cap to our guy, Chad Kelly. You remember Chad Kelly? I do. Sure you remember Chad Kelly. He was getting his head smacked by a vacuum cleaner tube after a Von Miller Halloween party when he was dressed like Woody from Toy Story as he wandered aimlessly into a neighborhood home. I am Woody. Howdy, howdy, howdy. Oh, that's a then, vacuum cleaner. He got bumped on the head by a vacuum cleaner tube. Do you think he knew where he really was? Mm, I think he may have been in a different state of mind. 
You know where he's in a different state of mind? Canada. He got the mop. And the CFL, because it's Canada, and you say organization and process, and you every now and then throw a U into words like color, it's most outstanding player, not most valuable player. I think it's the same thing, but it's Canada, so it's a little bit different. Congratulations to Chad Kelly for being the mop of the CFL. The most outstanding player? Outstanding. Outstanding player. The process with the organization was outstanding. Outstanding. He's that guy. Will Chad Kelly ever play again in the NFL? The F1 race in Vegas is worth $500 million. Something like that. It's outrageous. They had to stop a practice run yesterday because a drain cover popped off. That could be dangerous. A little those, bit. Those cars are going quickly. They're going fast. And just whoop, a drain cover popped off. Again, I've got to use my hands more. So they had to stop the practice. <clears throat> they had to slow everything down. They had to cement over the drain pipe manhole cover thing. Because little things like that can ruin race cars. Now, people in Vegas are really ticked. This has caused a lot of problems, traffic, all sorts of issues. So cars get vroom, 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 vroom around the track. You know, I, I've watched Drive to Survive or Succeed or whatever that F1 show is on Netflix. And what I understand is this is one of the more insane things we do as a human culture. The, the cars, there's only 20 racers in every race. And the teams can have two cars per team. So really, it's like 10 teams. <clears throat> Can you imagine if there were just 10 baseball teams or 10 football teams or, well, 10 of anything? And they go around the world, and it's hundreds of millions of dollars to see who can ruin the streets of Monaco or Berlin or perhaps Vegas. It's an engineering miracle that they get these cars to do it, so it's fascinating. But it's got to be, Johnny, the most indulgent, ridiculously indulgent sport that is pretty awesome in the world because it's incredibly dangerous. It's exciting. It's loud. It's, it's, you know, your heart's in your mouth, but it's also kind of boring because you never know who's in first place. It's hard to watch because they do twists and turns and all sorts of things. Johnny, why are people so fascinated with F1 racing? It's because of the Netflix documentary for sure. But I disagree with that it's indulgent. I do. Or more indulgent. You don't think golf is indulgent? Just all it doesn't land? cost. You don't have. 14... You don't think it costs all that much money? And golf? Yeah. Why do you think it's like a golfer and a bag and a caddy? And, and, uh... and 300 acres of land that use water. <laughs> all right. But it's not like they built the land. Just for the rate for the golf tournaments, you don't think? <laughs> <sighs> Maybe they did. Speaking of golf, there's a simulated golf event. Will you watch this? Tiger Woods and Rory McElroy have figured this thing out. They've got a 250,000 square foot, um, like area, like a, a warehouse, and, and it's going to be pro golfers in teams playing on golf simulators. 
and then with punts or punts with putts. Punting a golf ball would be pretty interesting, though. Johnny, do you give a shit about watching pro golfers play golf like a bunch of fat guys in the winter in St. Louis? If if they punt the ball, yep, or, I'd be in. Listen, I'm telling you this. It once. This is a test for you as a human being. If you actually watch pro golfers playing simulated golf, you got a problem. What's on the shelf, Johnny? What's, What's good today? On the shelf? Let's go with something a little bit more like in that realm. With I've I've wondered about this. It's not it's not on the main shelves. It's on the side shelf over We're there. We're going over here. Yeah. All right. What why do you, got? do you why do you have just fifteen random ping pong paddles? Ah, fantastic! <laughs> oh, good. What? Are there's you... so many. Why are there so many? such a great question why do i have so many ping pong well i am on a ping pong table if people don't know that's that's where we actually shoot this from um you know johnny that is a damn good question because I, I i'd say well they're all broken but as i go through them they they don't appear to be broken um i mean we have played a lot of ping pong here is this is this one of the situations where you can't find the ping pong paddle and then you just buy a new one you know it's so funny there, there's some here that have duct tape on them like why just not use one of these why duct tape this one for when you have the 16th player on the team this one says jamie my kids are connor and dylan uh, some kid named who's, jamie who's that left their ping pong paddle here yeah johnny that is an excellent question i have no idea why i have so many ping pong paddles and they all they all appear to be used quite a bit. Great question, Johnny. No that clue. Is, that's not an indulgent sport. Ping pong, not an indulgent sport. Oh good. There's glass behind there. Be careful. Swansea, thanks for watching. I kill you a truth. I have no idea why I have so many ping pong paddles. Don't break anything. Oh yeah. Have a great weekend.